One Little Word is a project created by Allie Edwards. You select a word or you let it select you and you carry it throughout the year. There can be so much more to it than just picking a word, posting it on social, and then going about our lives. And that's what I want to talk about today. How in the world do we keep our words close all year long? This has been a personal struggle for me each year, and I'm giving myself and you some suggestions for seeing our words and making them part of our lives. Let's talk about 10 things you can do to keep your word close all year. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. I may have mentioned this a time or two, but I'm an Enneagram One, which holds my perfectionistic and critical tendencies. I'm also task-oriented and like to take action. It's definitely what motivates me. And when praying for and being open to new words each year, I like to find words that can be put into action. And I typically will regret or ignore words that feel, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but like floaty. Um, Like personally, I couldn't choose a word like believe or dream. Like what do I do with a word like that? Uh, My past words have been strong, listen, nourish, purpose, quality, space, step, words with action. This year, I'm going in a little different direction. As I mentioned before, Enneagram 1, Type A, ISTJ, I have a lot of criticism for myself, mostly when it's completely not warranted. This inner critic, her name is Karen. She is loud and obnoxious and she is rude and she's not a good friend. But I can also be critical of others internally and how I respond to them. These are parts of my personality I am working on softening. So when the word grace began to appear, I tucked it under my arm and we walked for a while. We had tea a few times. It was like getting to know a new friend. (laughs) I thought about how I've been stopping myself from being too hard on myself and giving myself grace and giving others grace. Like even the person standing right in front of the item that I need at the grocery store. Instead of thinking about how they should hurry and how long does it really take to select a can of olives, I think about how maybe they're reading the label because they're trying to eat better. These are things I've really been working on. I want to be more grace-filled for people as well as myself. So grace would be my word. But as my instincts kicked in, I started to panic. How would I document this word? Would I just write down each time I extended grace to myself or another human? Oh my gosh, no, that would be awful. I am terrible at journaling. So I felt like I needed to explore a little bit more. And last year I had a word stack. It was four words that felt like they all belonged to me, but I had a really hard time working them all in. I just wanted the attributes from all of them. So I bent the rules. I had four similar words. It was what it was. But this year, I didn't, I didn't want to go that route, but I didn't know if I could get through on Grace alone. I felt like Grace needed a friend. One of my favorite words has been strong. And I really loved that word for me. 
I considered just dropping grace and reusing strong, but after I thought about it a little bit more, I realized how connected these words really were. My words for 2020 are strength and grace. Giving grace makes me strong, and because I have strength, I can extend grace. They need each other, and I need both of them. But I can also hang with them independently and can really dig into each one personally. They are much better to me than Karen. (laughs) So how do we keep our words in our pockets and carry them around with us? As makers, how do we document this journey? I have 10 fun things we can do. Number one, take Allie's one little word class. I took it one year, probably 2013, maybe 2012. It was super helpful. Each month you're doing something with your words, so there's plenty of opportunity to keep it top of mind. I mean, unless you skip the months. Obviously, that's not ideal, but you're creating around your word, and as creators and makers, this tangible effort, it really helps to solidify things for us. Number two, make your own album. Just get a notebook or a mini album or whatever, you know, TN, whatever you feel like you want to create in. And just start adding pages. You could even like make up your own prompts for the year. You know, make a list of like five or 10 or 20 things that you want to create with your word. And, you know, maybe ways that you want it to come to life and then just document that. Um, There's nothing wrong with kind of just going with whatever and documenting whatever happens. Um, Or you can make yourself a list like like I suggested and kind of have a little bit of a guide. Number three is get something personalized. So Whimsy Fox Crafts is making custom die cuts with your word. Shauna Klingerman is hand lettering your word and then you can buy it on mugs and stuff. Christy Makes also is hand lettering your word and the definition. There are places to get a custom acrylic or necklace or keychains. There are so many places out there where you can have like a physical thing to help remind you of your word. Number four make a Pinterest board. You can keep it public or you can make it a secret board, but do a search for your word. Like strength quotes would be something that I have typed in and then save the things that resonate with you. The thoughts or the quotes that you might want to print later for documenting. Number five, keep your eyes and heart open. Once you pick your word, you'll end up seeing it everywhere. It's like what happens when you're looking for a new car or you just bought a new one. You start seeing it everywhere. So pay attention. Pay attention to your word and what it's doing for you. That's not necessarily something you can physically do with your word, but just being open and kind of seeing it and recognizing where your word is showing up for you is something that, you know, you can definitely keep doing all year. Number six put your word into a statement or a mantra. Like for example, mine is grace through strength or the sentence, I can extend grace because I am strong. So you can extend your word into something that you can say and repeat and write out. You can put it in your scrapbooks. You can put it, you know, say it to yourself. You can write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror. That's a that's an option I never added in here. Here is a bonus number six. B (laughs) is uh, get a sticky note and put it with your word or the definition or some mantras and put them on your mirror or on your computer screen or um, in your car, places like that. 
Hey babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine is available, and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at RetroHipCo.com shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to Blurb Books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself, and they'll print and ship it directly to you. RetroHip Magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com shop. Number seven, make a vision board. Use that Pinterest board of images and quotes and print them out. Go get some magazines or look through old magazines that you might have laying around and pick out some words or some images that really um, make you feel like what your word is about. Uh, you can use a poster board or like a cork board even would be super fun. Uh, make a big impact, you know, uh, or even just one scrapbook page that can either go into your album or can be displayed on your wall. Uh, the Reset Girl actually had a different thought on this recently in one of her late night crafty clubs, and she's making a vision book instead of a vision board, which for me, I don't have a lot of wall space in my craft studio. So for me, a vision book would be really fun because I can also include anything related to my one little word, like photos um, or quotes. And then I can also just kind of make inside of this vision book, um, collage style, or, you know, just like no rhyme or reason, just kind of like playing with paper um, with your word somehow, you know, it doesn't have to be the physical word, but it can be what your word means to you. Um, there's a lot of things you can do creatively, but get the words and images that motivate you down into, you know, something physical. Number eight, create your own art. Whatever your artistic passions are, use them to create something for yourself. So in 2013, my words were go do be like that statement. Um, and I had just started doing nail and string art. So I created a piece that was the shape of California. And inside were my three little words, because what I wanted to do that year was do, go, and be more of what California had. Um, and so I just had started doing this project and thought this would be really fun to do. And this piece still lives in my house. I now, my whole downstairs bathroom is all California theme. So everything that I've ever created or bought that represents California is all down there, including my nail and string art. I'll have to post a picture of it because it's been a really long time since I've shared it, but it's just a reminder and it can live in your house. It can live in your studio, can live wherever you want it to live, but you can create something for yourself. Number nine, save quotes or digital art of your word as your phone or computer wallpaper. So if you've got, you know, things from Pinterest that have your word on them or things that you've created or something that you've purchased, um, save it to your computer wallpaper, save it to your phone wallpaper. And if you've got several that you like, you can totally switch them out so they stay fresh and you don't end up ignoring your lock screen, <laughs> which we can all tend to do. Number 10, get a tattoo. I mean, it may seem a little dramatic, but for many of us, these words become a part of our lives forever. 
and they really make an impact on our growth as humans. Depending on the impact your word makes on you, a tattoo could really be a cool way to keep it in mind for the future or memorialize it forever. Pick one or none or a few of these options for keeping your word close. It's super easy to set and forget, but we really want to make the most of what our words will bring to our lives. And I'm for sure starting a vision book. And I've had Christy Makes hand letter my words so that I can use them in my vision book. <laughs> oh, um, and the first thing I do when a word starts to come into focus is to create my Pinterest board. So I love adding to it and then printing stuff from it. Uh, that is that is something that is basically the very first place that my word starts to to come alive is I go to Pinterest and I start kind of feeling what others might have to say about what that word means and the feelings behind that word. And it really just gets me, um, it gets me to the point where I either reject the word or I kind of fall much more in love with it. Um, so I would love to know which ones um, of these 10 or 11 <laughs> items um, you're interested in or what have you already done. So come over to Instagram and let me know. Just find the post where we're chatting about it. I don't know what I'll post yet. Maybe that picture of the California <laughs> nail art. Um, but join the conversation and um, we'll keep it going. And there's always more room for talking about our, our one little word. I don't know how many more conversations we particularly will have about it on the podcast. Um, but I'm always excited to learn what other people's words are and what they mean. So again, come over to Instagram, come hang out and we'll chat. Thank you so much for hanging out and I will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. If you like this podcast and the stuff we chat about, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving a rating and a review. You can also screenshot and share the episode you're listening to so other babes can join the conversation. I appreciate you so much. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at RetroHipMama because I'm there a lot. And you can also join my email list. As an email subscriber, I keep you updated monthly on all things RetroHipCo and you get a fun RetroHip magazine sampler when you sign up. Head over to RetroHipCo.com slash news.